You are now tuned in to the real Coach JV Slapped It Podcast. What up? The Slap Dick Podcast in full effect. Episode 2. About to hit you guys right in the motherfucking mouth. Just like I would tell my players. Put your foot on their throat. Choke their asses out. Hit them so hard, they fucking blow snot bubbles. That's what we're about at the Slap Dick Podcast. Follow my boy Spree Well Inc. on the social media tip. We're lighting this stogie, getting after it. Uh, we got a lot on the plate today. We're going to discuss uh, a few controversial topics along with, uh, you know, slapdick of the week and all that type of shit. So uh, while Spree's looking up slapdick of the week, because <laughs> I didn't have one off the top of the head today, um, we're doing back-to-back shows. Super slapdick of the week. Yeah. Shit, we're going to... Uh... Man, I'm have to go in with, with with Nick Cannon, man. Yeah, he's gonna talk about Nick Cannon. He's already that's kind of we already discussed slap dick of the week, fucking with my uh my my the, you know the the your, whitest your, your the whitest brethren. real rapper. Yeah, my my true brother. He's a he's a rare artifact. He's a rapper that's white. I'm a white boy from Compton, so we got something in in common. Ain't that a bitch? Well, he from Detroit. Yeah, shit. same shit. Y'all both so, from Compton. Yeah, we both from the same uh, <laughs> Chocolate City and Chocolate City One and Two man. A and B. Man, man, man. So look today, fellas. Just so you know, we got a. Uh, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to give everybody some motivational. Uh, spiritual advice even though I'm, I'm not a preacher or nothing but i want to give a couple of people uh start their morning up start their evening up whatever it is i think it's a uh you know i live 20 i live 24 7 i don't ever stop i don't ever slow down i keep turning over rocks um it's a result-oriented business that we live in and this what we call this life we live and whether you're a fortune 500 company a college football coach high school coach NFL coach, we're all about results, and you got to turn over rocks until you get those results. So there's no gray area in what we do professionally. You either win, you lose. You sell the car, you don't. You graduate your player, you don't. You win the game, you don't. Um, there's not a lot of gray area. A lot of people think there's moral victories in life. I don't agree, I don't agree with that shit. Uh, I don't believe there's moral victories. I think the winner gets to fuck the prom queen, and the loser goes home and jacks his shit off. And that's just how I am. Um, so, you know, going into uh, today, uh, there's a controversial topic I, I heard out there about, you know, so far New England's lost three games this year, um, if I recollect. That's all? They've lost three. Um, and uh, they've been to three black quarterbacks. And uh, I don't even know. Spree knew that. But they've lost to Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. So that's the three games they've lost. And uh, people are asking, you know, black quarterbacks are only supposed to be athletic and 
they can only run and they they need to go to wide receiver and all that shit. I don't know if I've had a fucking white quarterback since Brad Sorensen, who by the way went to the NFL, hmm. probably the best quarterback I ever coached, um, who uh, dropped a quote in the uh, in my best selling book, "Hate Me Now, Love Me Later." Uh, by the way, but I coached him at San Bernardino Valley College in 2006. Seems like many moons ago, but it, it was seems like yesterday to me. But uh, you know, he went on to play. Uh, went on his Mormon mission. Went on to uh, Southern Utah. Played. He was uh, Philip Rivers' backup with the Chargers for a while. Went to the Vikings. We went to that cat house, didn't we? Yep. Yes, he, yep. He went to That's my. Right. He went to his house with me. It's some uh, non-season. Oh no. Nah. Yeah, well, it was pretty good. They're Mormons. They're Mormons. Nah, he, I'm just free bullshit. <laughs> he knows why people don't season their food, and he don't want to say it. I do, but it's different. Just kidding, my man. I got a little wag, swagger. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, but I've had shit. Some very successful black QBs, uh, and I actually coach them up, you know, and uh, I try to get them NFL ready, um, contrary to belief. So, you know, nowadays everything's played in the shotgun. I still coach and teach under center mechanics, which a lot of people don't do because the NFL, you know, it's, still, it's probably still 60-40 under center. Uh, as far as quarterback mechanics, they got to go under center and all that stuff. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's obviously in the gun, but he still goes under center in the red zone goal line situations, as you see. It is the NFL, so there is quarterback sneak opportunities. There's handing the ball off to big running backs and so forth and so on. So, anyway, we're going to discuss Lamar Jackson's injured. He's, he's injured right now, and there's a topic going around that should Lamar Jackson sit out tomorrow night's game which will be thursday's game or tonight's game if you're listening on thursday um who they got coach i don't know who they play i don't even know just so everybody knows out there i don't watch fucking football like that no more uh you know this is the first year off in 25 years for me as a player or a coach and i don't watch football like that i never really did if you think about it i'm i've been a player or a coach so my my playing days were saturdays which is other college games on and then sundays we worked as a coach so we don't watch too many games so i don't really know a lot about individual games i'm just a historian somebody sorry because if they're thinking about not playing them i'm sure it's not well now nah. crucial game well now nah, that's where spree, the jets. spree might the be jets. wrong they, they got, got the jets, the jets. Spree might be wrong on that because they do have a uh, a, a one-game or a two-game lead in the AFC, so there is a, some wiggle room in there. So the controversy is, should they sit him out regardless um, and save him for the stretch, or should he play um, <clears throat> like he's paid to do? Um, you know, there's there's that topic out there. You know, I'll, I'm going to ask Spree what he thinks. Um, they do have a one-game lead on New England. They beat him head-to-head. Um, and they've got a one game. I think the Ravens are ten and two, or what have you, eleven and two. I don't know what they are, but either way, the Patriots have lost three. Um, I don't know what where the Chiefs are. Chiefs lost four, or so. But you know, uh, load management, man. Load management, I, man. Don't I, mention that shit to me. I'll go ahead and load management, man. Like, nah, my, I don't want to hear that. Like shit. my superior Clippers. You know what I'm saying? I know we ain't talking uh basketball right now, but load management, man. We, we the bigger picture. Let me ask you guys out there, man. We're going to have beef on this show. I can see right now. Um, So all you, you know, blue-collar workers out there, 
Do you guys get a chance to fucking do load management and fucking call in UPS or a post office or a fucking a mechanic or whatever you guys do? Can you fucking call in because you don't feel good or you're injured a little bit? Fuck no, right? So I say fuck this load management shit. I think it's a bunch of bitch made shit. Um, I don't agree. Kobe never fucking did load management. Jordan never did it. LeBron hasn't done it one time this year. Either is James Harden. Oh, this year. Um, but they never do it. All of a sudden. Never done it. Um, so, but Kawhi sits out fucking 25, 30 games and shit. I mean, it's unbelievable. But anyway. Got 30 um, dudes, man. Yeah. But anyway, back to uh, load management. I don't believe there is a such thing as load management in the NFL. You only play 16 games in the NFL. So it's quite a big percentage if you set out a game. You know, that's a huge percentage of your season. Uh, unlike NBA when you play 82 games. and baseball you play 100 and fucking whatever, 81 games. Um, you know, I think it's a, di- a different percentage deal in that. So, you know, baseball players, fuck, they can... They can bat. They can be three for thirty-five and fucking have a three hundred batting average, and people think they're good. <laughs> to me, that shit's crazy. But that's just how it works because they have so many at bats and they play so many games, so the percentages go up. So, um, you know, it's a it's a different ball game, man. It's a different uh, deal. I think he should play if he's healthy. Um, but you know, John Harbaugh does a hell of a job as a the coach there. He's already got a Super Bowl victory under his belt. Um, He's done a hell of a job with Lamar and the offense there uh, with his offensive coordinator and what they do schematically. Uh, I watch the Ravens more than any other team because they do shit that I do offensively. And uh, I think it's some hot shit. And they do some things that uh, is innovative. innovative, And uh, they put the defensive uh, coordinators, you know, on their heels. Um, Frisco has a great defense, great D-line. So does Buffalo, by the way. And... Uh, they 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 stymied them and gave them those two defenses some trouble um, with Lamar's ability to run and read defenders on the defensive line and second level guys. So and Lamar makes enough throws to keep you honest. So you know and the Jets are playing better right now. If you want to argue who they're playing, the Jets have been playing pretty decent as of late. And Sam Darnold, who I played as a high school coach, I had to play them at San Clemente High School in California. Uh, he beat us in the last second on a 60-yard run, uh, fucker. Um, you know, I uh, I think he can beat you still. You know, he's got enough weapons with Crowder at wide out and so forth. So forth. I know I know the players that people have because I either coach them or coach against them or something down the line. So I know these guys, and uh, you know I think they do a great job and uh, they're getting better and they're they're not they're not a pushover. You know what I mean? So we'll see what the Ravens choose to do. That's John Harbaugh's decision, and I, you know, I respect his decision because they are uh, they got their, a bigger eye on the prize there. So yes, um, we'll see what they do. On top of that, though, coach, they they do have uh, the backup quarterback who's is pretty much the same type of dude. Yeah, he yeah, is as a starter. You know what I mean? Yeah, Robert Griffin. Yeah, uh, Robert Griffin the third. He's uh, he's there. Obviously, he's the backup. And he, they even put him in in wildcat situations, or they run option with him, running, running option phase out the back door on read option plays. But at the same time, you know, he's also I think a bust, and you know, he's good in a backup role or as another athlete. But is he a guy to start the game and and be a guy to defend it on? You know, he's. The, the 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 highest paid backup in the NFL, if people don't know, is Teddy Bridgewater, 
And obviously, he didn't lose a game with the Saints as the Another backup. brother. So, yeah. So, you know, all this black quarterback is only, they're <laughs> athletes only and all that shit. Well, they're whipping the shit out of the white quarterback this year. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll get into that later on. <laughs> I wanted to get into some, to an a interesting topic a lot of people probably don't discuss on a daily basis on normal podcasts, but... Has anyone ever understood why the NFL is the lowest paid professional sport per player? Has anyone ever, ever understood that? I, I don't know if people have ever thought about that. Major League Baseball obviously is the highest paid sport. Then you got NBA and soccer and hockey all ahead of the NFL. Yet, the NFL has the most watched single event of every year, the Super Bowl. It should be a fucking holiday, I believe, on the Monday after the Super Bowl. I think it's a holiday. It's the most missed work day in the country every year, the day after the Super Bowl. More people call in sick on that Monday than any other day of the year. And I think even President Obama was trying to make it a holiday, um, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, why is the NFL so fucking low paid? For being a collision sport, putting our lives at risk. You know, people are dying out there. Mm-hmm. Um, head injuries. Head injuries and so forth. Uh, you know, CTE, so on and so forth. They made movies with Will Smith about concussions. I mean, it's going on and on. And yet, we're the lowest paid sport. So, go figure. Why is that? We love the sport more than anything else when we play it. We grow up and play it. You, you know, you grow up as a football player. You're a football player. And then you play basketball. You run track. You play baseball as a hobby. You don't play basketball and baseball and then go play football as a hobby. That's just not how it works. You play football because that is the true passion, and then you play these other sports because it rounds you out as an overall better athlete. And I do agree you play other sports better. Multiple multiple sport athletes are the best players in the world to me. Um, But you start off playing football if you're a football guy. But yet, we're the lowest paid professional sport. So why is that? I don't know. So yesterday, you know, you got this Cole kid from New York Yankees get signed to this $325 million contract uh, over nine years or whatever. And then you got Strasburg the other day, a couple of days prior, get signed for a two hundred and about $245 million contract. Seven, seven years or something. Seven years. Just so you know, I'm not no math major, but I'm a fucking hustler. That's twelve thousand dollars per pitch. Twelve thousand dollars. Damn. Every fucking pitch Strasburg makes. I just want to go pitch like three or four pitches. <laughs> I'd be all right. But anyway, that's what these guys make. Now, you got fucking NFL guys who are struggling to make ends meet at the end of the day because of taxes and so forth and so on. Depending on the state you live in, you know, a lot of people want to live in Florida, Texas. Arizona and Nevada because there's no taxes like California and all these other states. But, um, you know, you play football all your life. You you put your life on the line then you get the lowest paid sport. But yet these billionaires who own these teams, um, you know, you're basically a fucking puppet in the puppet master's game. And, and, uh, you know, you might play, you know, the shortest lived position is, is running back. Um, they're probably one of the lower paid positions in the NFL. Um, Le'Veon Bell, a couple other guys got some big money for, for fighting for it. But other than that, you know, the highest paid NFL player is the quarterback. Um, the second highest paid NFL player is the left tackle. 
Um, and then usually the third highest guy is the defense alignment that's trying to get the highest paid motherfucker, which is the quarterback. <laughs> and then you got all your wide out DBs, uh, linebackers and all that, which is middle of the road. But you had NBA players and, you know, you got these fucking average Joe NBA guys making $200 million and they're signing these huge contracts that barely even fucking made a, never won a playoff series, never done anything. And you got these guys <laughs> making these huge salaries. And uh, I know why, because I had a cup of tea in the NFL. I know the whole, how it works, and people don't see or know the inner workings of the deal. And uh, do you know why, Spree, why the NFL is the lowest paid? It is because got the fucking helmet on, dog. The women can't see you, man. They don't fucking see you, and they only talk about the fucking quarterback, dog. See, Spree oh, knows this because I, ta- I used on, to man. discuss this in the barbershop talk. <laughs> Spree, <on>. listen. <laughs> so this is what it is. The marketability of an NFL player is so much lower than anyone else because we wear a helmet. Let me ask you this. Larry Allen, if any of you guys know who that is, uh, one of the best left, right, or offensive guards ever to play. Will Shields, who uh, played for the Kansas City Chiefs when I was there for a brief moment, probably one of the best offensive linemen to ever play. If they walked into the fucking bar you were at, five would you ever guys or something? Yeah, five triple burger in and out. Would you know who the fuck they are? No, you wouldn't. No. You would know probably three to four players per NFL team. If that, if they walked in and you're fucking front of your face, you would know who fucking Tom Brady was. You'd probably know who fucking uh, OBJ was. You'd probably know who um, Aaron Rodgers is because of all the fucking Allstate commercials. <laughs> because those are the guys that get commercials. But there is no O-lineman. There is no D-lineman. There's no linebackers. There's not a lot of DBs out there. Who got the Campbell Soup commercial? You those are all died out. Those have all died out. Might get a do Donald might have a yeah, good that, soup That's when it was still his quarterback. Bullshit, Donovan yeah. McNabb. It was Brett Roethlisberger. It was, it was Roethlisberger. Mm. You had all these guys. It is, you know... We wear a helmet, and it cuts down the opportunity to get commercials. It cuts down the opportunity to get marketability, publicity, so forth and so on. So the money that we can make off the game, uh, off the field, um, isn't the same as the NBA with the shoe contracts, with the commercials, Major League Baseball. None of those guys wear helmets, so most of you guys, common folk at the household, know you know, everybody. Not only A-Rod in baseball, but you also knew who... Not only Jeter, but you guys knew who the catcher was, and you know who the third baseman was, and you know all those guys because nobody wore a helmet. And that's the number one reason NFL's the lowest paid, yet we're the most risk factor uh, sport out there and put our life at risk every day, and uh, we're the lowest paid, which is fucked up because running back's average lifespan in the NFL is about three years. And, uh, you know, and nowadays, fuck. What's the chance of of a ball coming back to a picture? Smacking the ball, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. That shit is like yeah. uh, one in a million. Come yeah. on. Better chance of me yeah. winning this fucking DraftKings tonight. <laughs> Smack a rock right back to the pitcher in the head or something. That, that's a low chance. Baby. By the way, I'm playing DraftKings right now. I bet a fucking $40 bet. Garbage as fuck. And uh, I, won, I won two grand the other day, by the way, on DraftKings. Shout out to DraftKings. Damn, you told me that shit yeah. fucking 10 weeks ago. Yeah, is that about the one you still hanging ago. on? About two weeks ago. Ooh. And I am hanging on to that because I'm using that money. <laughs> To keep to lose, playing, to keep lose playing, it. yeah. So you know, I'm trying to win me uh, a couple grand here and there. 
Win a new fucking but, money for a fucking new computer, dog. Haters will hate. God damn. Can you buy so, that computer? You know how that goes, man. So everybody knows, you know, I got a hater in the house. I'm used to that <laughs> shit. He's supposed to just be the fucking guy that does all the this music. This motherfucker's shit. On, it's still on fucking Windows XP. Yeah, well, fuck it. <laughs> You're supposed to handle all that shit. I don't know why he's not shit. handling it. How you got a Cadillac, but your fucking computer is XP. Uh, Lakers won. That's all I shit. care about. Lakers won. They're the best record in the NBA because the Lakers are the real LA team. The Clippers are the JV team. They will always will be until they have a fucking banner hanging in the Staples. They're always going to be the JV runner-up. The, the, the guys that go home and jack each other off as the Lakers will end up taking home the prom queen. We, we had a little did. technical difficulty because my co-producer, fucking co-host, is a fucking slapdick. Make sure you guys go buy slapdick gear on the real Coach JB store. The uh, CoachJBStore.com is the actual website. Coach JB store. I had to plug myself right there. Where, where's my shit at, dog? Uh, he's Come a, he, a slapdick. He's just a guy God, on the side. Damn. Stogie, what's damn. up? Stogie here chilling with us. Um, you know who knows. So, we are going into um, this whole black quarterback debate, man. We talked about the Lamar Jackson, whether he should sit or not. I think he should play. Uh, gives college players, uh, it gives college players bad uh, fucking, I think college players look up to these players. Let them out. Yeah. So, college players look up to these players, and when the kids sit out, I think that it's easier for these college kids to also sit out. You know, you got these college kids now that if they're not in a BCS bowl game, they fucking, they're going to sit out their normal bowl game because they don't believe they need to play it and they get ready for the NBA. I mean, uh, the NFL draft. And it's just, uh, to me, it's unfortunate. You got this load management in the NBA, is what I meant to say. And you got all this different shit, man. And it's like, it's a trickle-down effect. It makes our job, junior college, college coaches a lot harder. Um Division one, all those things, because you got these kids that see these players at that level, at the highest level, fucking Holy sitting shit. out, bullshitting, so they think they can do it, and then it makes our jobs tougher. I think the kids owe it to the school and the coach and the team that they sign a scholarship to to finish out their duration of their years. I mean, they don't have to play all the four years in college, but they if they play three, play three. That means including the bowl game. So... You know, those are just some things on top of my head, man. I mean, it pisses me off to see kids sitting out bowl games when they came in with their brotherhood, the brothers, which is a tightly knitted group uh, in, 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 in a football locker room. Selfish, huh? It's, yeah, it's selfish in my opinion. But now the, con the, the flip side of that coin is, and I know people are going to ask, what about the coach that signs that kid and leaves after one year and takes a bigger job and a bigger payday? Hey, fuck them too. I don't believe in that shit either. I think they the coach should honor the contract they sign and um, you know, play out the years that they're there. I mean It's kinda hard to say that one though, coach. Yeah, if you shit. but if you if you if you leave for the money, then you should you should pay back the money you got. Damn. That's just that's just my opinion, man. You're gonna get a bigger job, then you don't need the money. Leave the money with the school. There's there's some things I have on that. Uh, discussion on that one, man. That's a deep conversation. That's that's probably something for another podcast. But you know, shit, I left my job to fuck with you for less pay. Yeah, well, you was shit, already broke. That's the fucking you know what I'm saying reversal. What the fuck is that? What's wrong with me? 
Oh, it's reverse racism. <laughs> so your ass should have probably stayed at your job because you're fucking up the sound and the music. But I don't know, man. I think the kids should uh, stick it out, play the games they 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 said they would play, um, and they should also be paid on the same at the same time, though. So that's a whole other discussion. I've I've actually written about and talked about it on um, different shows. These kids, I don't believe the kids, just so we're clear, I don't believe the kids should be paid for their merchandise and all that shit. I, just so you guys know, the NCAA, this whole thing about the NCAA paying kids, it started with a good friend of mine who I went to high school with named Ed O'Bannon. He starred, he sued the NCAA, he won. I think everybody that was in the lawsuit got 77 cents, but... Everybody that was... Uh, you said 77 cents. Yeah, oh. so many motherfuckers got paid. It was like 77 <laughs> cents at the end of the day. Ed got paid. But So Ed O'Bannon sued the NCAA for um, rights to get paid for being on video games and so forth and so on. It called, ties into, kind of ties into Title IX. If nobody knows what Title IX is, it's basically an equitable... Um, you got to be equal at all sports, uh, men and women. And it goes a lot deeper than that. It's not just about the same amount of sports, but it's also dollars shared. For every dollar on the men's side, needs to be shared on the women's side. And it goes into a lot more depth than that. And I'm pretty good with Title IX and understanding it. But at the same time, you got these kids out there struggling to to live, to do anything, and they're putting their life on the line at the college level. And if they blow out their knee or or a compound fracture, or a spiral fracture, or something that ends their college career. All they have is a scholarship to go to school, which is honored by the NCAA. They get five years or ten semesters. And a lot of them are not going to take advantage of it. They're not. Come on, man. But you're not. But you got to understand, your NFL career is done. And now, what do you have as a player? You're going. You don't have no merchandise sales anymore. My belief in this thing is that players should be paid per their five-year scholarship. So they should be paid yearly based on their scholarship. You can move around the money based on what scholarship the kid getting. If it's a D2 model, you know, they split scholarships. So you can, you know, a five-star kid that you can get, you know, you pay him more. The other kid, you pay him less. You can do those things. The NCAA makes billions of dollars off these kids every year, man. And it's uh, unbelievable to me. The coaches are making more than any president on campus. They're making more than any common folk out there. They're, it's considered professional football. The college coaching, uh, you know, Double Sweeney's making $10 million a year to coach at Clemson. I mean, think about it. And these kids get nothing. They're struggling. People say, oh, they're, they're, the general populated student um, has to pay money. Well, yeah, no shit. Because... 100,000 people don't come see a fucking chemistry exam. They don't come see a math test. They come see these guys hit their heads against each other um, on Saturdays. And these major colleges get millions of dollars just to go to a BCS bowl game. Hmm. And those that money is not just shared among athletes. It's shared among computer labs, tutoring labs, uh, administrative buildings, academic buildings. Those, the colleges get built off of the uh, student-athlete. So these people say that they shouldn't get paid are fucking idiots. They need to be paid for their scholarships. I don't believe they need to benefit off of the apparel and all that shit because that's short-lived. And the college kid sees money quick. 
they their eyes get big, but it's not long term. And I think if at least if the kid gets injured, he's protected by um, a payday. And that's just my belief on the deal, man. And you guys can make comments and all that stuff and shoot them to me. And uh, we can have a discussion like grown folks, or you can hate and talk shit, and I'll probably cuss you out on Twitter. <laughs> so either way, um, it makes no it, it makes me no me. Pay them dudes, man. Yeah, how do you pay the scrub cats though? That, that's my thing. You pay them. That's why I say you pay it's them. Fucking... Scholarship kids get lower money. You're still gonna get your walk-ons and all that shit. Yeah, they yeah. need to pay. They got to pay out pocket. Right. But your scholarships that you get, you know, if you get ninety or whatever, eighty-five a year. You know, fuck your your big time recruits. You you they get more money than your two star guy. I mean, this is what how you're gonna have to do it. Even though I believe in coaching, you know, stars will get you fired. Um, there's more overrated five star kids, and there there's more two star guys in the NFL. Just so everybody knows, than there are five star guys. So that that star shit is a bunch of bullshit. But but anyway, if you get the big kid that everybody's after, you know, maybe you get him you get him more money. And then there's a contract inside that that says, hey, if you fuck up and rob McDonald's, your fucking money goes to Johnny instead. So there's other things you can do, man. I'm sure people can write some contracts. I'm sure there's lawyers going to be involved now. Once money's involved, the kids are now protected uh, with either school lawyers or their own. And once they're being paid, there's no more amateurism law. So there's some things that NCAA has to figure out. That's why they pushed this thing until, I think, 2022. Uh, until it starts so they've given some time to think this thing through so i'm curious to see and interested to see how it how it how it uh how it comes to fruition so we'll see how it works out and uh and how it plays out but you know we'll see um spree's gonna bring up the slapstick of the week man uh we're at that point where we're gonna discuss the slapstick of the week and uh Spree, go ahead and introduce it. Slap dick of the week. Like we said in the, uh, earlier in the show, we got uh, Mr. Nick Cannon putting out that diss track. Have you heard it? Uh, I haven't heard that shit. I oh, got to listen to it. Can we pull Put it up? Put out the diss track, dog. Can you pull it up? I haven't heard it. How the fuck I, I, is I, I, Nick Cannon going to diss somebody? Yeah. Ain't he the motherfucker on MTV that... <laughs> he's like a super slap dick, ain't he? It's got something to do with Fat Joe. Fat Joe and uh, Fat Joe did a a song or some shit. With, you know what I mean? With Eminem or whatever. Uh huh. So Nick came he got beef with the Fat Joe. No, no, nah, nah, they Fat Joe and uh and Nick did a song together. Fat Joe and Eminem song together. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just just to me, it's just all pub. You know what I'm saying? So he did Eminem out there. Yeah, yeah, he does an Eminem and shit. Where, how did Suge Knight get involved? Shit. Suge Knight right here, ain't he? Oh, no. Nah. You the white Suge Knight, I forgot. <clears throat> I grew up with Suge Knight, FYI, <laughs> in Compton. I coached his nephew at Compton, sent him to Col- University of Colorado, running back, went to Linwood High School. <clears throat> so, we got ties. <clears throat> but uh, I heard it was a Suge Knight and Eminem diss or something. No shit. I don't know shit. I don't know nothing about it. But I know Slapdick of the Week is Nick Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You because can't go against Eminem. Eminem got is Nick bars, Cannon even board. a rapper? Nah, Nick Cannon's a entertainer, entertainer. dog. Yeah, he's entertainer. He, he got he got kind of hot because uh, I think Eminem said something about he pussy whooped and shit. Mariah yeah. Carey had him pussy whooped and shit. Come on, man. Really? It is what it is. Oh, yeah, that shit. Call it a spade yeah. a spade. Yeah, apple, know. apple, circle, circle. Yeah, I mean, I don't like 
don't like that bitch. Ain't I mean her girl anyway, but whatever. It is what it is. She had the paper. Go chase the paper with her, man. If you heard that noise, Stogie just walked in and popped open my fucking door, like he's a uh, oh shit. Got in the money. And what you get? Don't worry about nothing. <laughs> he want to talk all that shit, but I'm winning a hundred dollars right now. Please do get me get out of this uh, win- this XP. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the new fucking Windows. Let's, let's get upgraded to Windows shit. 10. I'm in the winner. Oh shit! It's one of them nights. Oh, I got a shot to win a couple G's, and if I do, who you, you got on your fucking uh, don't worry uh, about roster, it, man. coach? I got I got I got Jay Holiday for the New Orleans. All right. I got D Mitchell for Utah. He got me paid. I got Middleton for Milwaukee. I got Ingram with New Orleans. I had Allen with Brooklyn. I got Lonzo Ball. I got Illasofa, and I got Bledsoe. And they're balling out, man, like because Bledsoe. I knew the Greek Freak was out tonight. And I'm a sports guy, so once I knew the Greek Freak was out, Somebody I figured all up. the Milwaukee cats had to get some run. Look at all the Milwaukee cats <laughs> on fire. Damn. So... Hey man, I'm a hustler, man. Shit, don't knock my hustle. Like Jay Z said, "Fuck, I just went down." So anyway, we're gonna try to win a couple G's tonight. (laughs) I got about five minutes in the fourth quarter where these cats can try to catch fire. You gotta get me into this uh, shit, dog. I gotta, I gotta. Nah, I can't do that. I can't give it to you. But uh, we're gonna see if uh, if any more slap dicks are out there paying attention. I'm winning another one now. Shit. Well, enough about me. Um, so Nick Cannon, Slapdick of the Week. He gets full on credit. Uh, clap it up for Nick Cannon. Um, you deserve a fucking shirt. I'll make sure I send you a shirt to wherever the fuck you are. I don't even know who you are, where you are, your MTV or whatever. Nick, if you're going to put out, the, I think you put out two. If you're going to put out the third one, uh, let me get on the track, man. I ain't tripping on it. Let's hit up Nick you Cannon. You ain't too much of the slap. Let's hit Nick, Nick Cannon up on <laughs> on Twitter, man. I should have enough followers to, to at least he'll have to check, you know, look at it and see my little blue check and think I'm someone uh, important. Maybe he'll respond uh, to me calling him as a fucking slap dick. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Let me get that track, man. I got the um, third track for you. Yeah, listen to our intro song. and That track's a lot hotter than anything you put out. Uh, maybe I'll shoot this to Michael Rapport and let him blast your ass too. Man. Uh, just like he do Kanye. So anyway, we're getting on to uh, some questions. Before you do that, Coach, before, real quick, before you do that, uh, I just wanted to give a little... Um, Juice World had passed away, man. Who the fuck is that? Juice World's a young cat that was uh, up and coming. You know what I mean? He had had some songs with uh, Travis Scott. That was his real name? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's know. up with his name? Young man. cat, man. Twenty, just turned twenty-one. Hey, I, I, unfortunate, man. I, he, I, he passed I, away at a seizure at, at Chicago Airport. Man. At a seizure. At a seizure. Wow. They believe it was a, uh, you know, police was coming checking for guns and shit and, and dope and whatnot, and uh, he. You know, took some of the pills. He already had a pill problem, painkillers, Xanax, all that good shit. But the police was coming. He's at the airport, Chicago, I guess. Took some pills to kind of hide some shit. And uh, the, the young cat had a seizure, man. So uh, Wow, unfortunate. Blessings to his uh, people and shit. Yeah, R.I.P., R.I.P. 21. R.I.P. Rip, uh, what is it? Juice World, man. Juice 21 World. 21-year-old cat, 21. 21. Leave them drugs alone. Man. Leave them drugs alone. Get this motherfucking yak in your system. Whiskey. Yeah. Smoke your stogie. And fucking, you know, 
Leave that shit alone, young cats. Shit. Yeah, please do. I've seen too many youngsters die. Um, I got some questions, man. We're going to go to some questions. Uh, Spree's going to pull up some questions. I got one, though. Um, I got one just now to hit up on my Twitter. Look at this motherfucking dog. Um, <clears throat> I got a question from O. Taylor on Instagram, okay? Shout out to O. Taylor. I don't know if it's a girl or a guy. Let me pull up this motherfucker. It's a guy, it looks like. Um, it says, so coach, if you were stranded on an island and you could only bring one thing, what would it be? So I saw it, man, and I was just like, well, shit, I just popped up on my deal. If I was stranded on an island, what would it be? To be honest with you, man. Smoke your last stick. I grew up in the Gilligan's Island era, so I watched that show. I'm an OG as it gets. Gilligan's Island was the fucking show. Uh, you know, Gilligan was fucking, they were on the island, man, for years and years, man. And uh, you're basically fucked. So you need to, you know, basically tuck your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Uh, so if there was one thing I would bring, would have to be. This motherfucking a million <laughs> cigars. What is that noise? No, Stogie in that fucking Stogie! Cigar, man. Um, I might have to cut this podcast short because I got some presents <laughs> under the tree and I, this motherfucker might open them up. Um, Stogie, come here. I got bone for you. So, anyway, um, you know... I'd have to say some cigars, man, and and if, and if I could have two things, it would be a lighter. Maybe I could keep a fire or something, and maybe I could make a fucking boat or something and get off the island with my cigars, man. I don't know. But I would say cigars, oh, Taylor. Um, you, you said Gilligan's Island, yeah. not motherfucking uh, MacGyver. <laughs> Only MacGyver yeah. could cut fucking make a boat out of fucking cigar paper, leaf paper, dog. Yeah, you know. Um, I could do a lot of shit, man. I'm a hustler. Um, so, we're going on to some questions. Um, Spree's going to get into a few here. Shit. And we're going to ask... Um, shit, my, my question is... I watched the... Uh, shit, I went back on Netflix and watched... A little episode and shit. I watched the episode and seen old boy. Yeah. You and old boy was going at it. Shit, he, he wanted to beat your motherfucking ass. I didn't even know that shit. I don't know why Who you didn't call to be me. My ass? You got me fucked up. Who wanted to be my ass? I don't know ass? why you didn't call your boy, man. I would have flew out there. Who? Red high. Who? That motherfucker. Uh, Sam's, or his coach Sam's, oh, Garden City. shit. Here we go. Shit, That's I don't know that right motherfucker. Here. We might have set that match up, dog. <laughs> That motherfucker seemed like he didn't give a fuck about what you was talking about. He was, he was that motherfucker was. Don't little, you, you gotta love it yeah. when your boy tries to call you out because he know he knows he wants to he wants to get me going. You know he wants me to get started over here. Um, but I'm not gonna buy into his bullshit because I'm on a natural high with this leaf. And um, man, shout out to my man Matt Barnes, man, and. Um, Steven Jackson, they got a, a show, man, on Showtime, um, and they're doing their thing, man, and uh, I know they had Stephen A, a big show with Stephen A the other day, so it's going to come out tomorrow, I think, man, let's give him a little shout out to Matt Barnes, I'm going to try to get him on the show, um, and, uh, you know, 
Look at this, man. OBJ just hit the news talking about teams he would like to be traded to. You know, it's, it's another motherfucker, man. It just these soft motherfuckers can't stick it out, man. Um, you know, I already told you. To, I told everybody the Browns are who the fuck they are, man. I mean, it don't matter. You know, fuck. That quarterback, Rex Ryan is exactly right. Exactly right with what he said, man. That motherfucker is overrated. He's horrible. <laughs> What's his name? Mayfield. Shit. Who's that? Baker Mayfield. Oh, man. Baker Mayfield? Oh, man, the Cleveland's horrible. He got like two of the best receivers in the league, and, and, and you can't score no points. Man. Uh, OBJ got what? One 100-yard game? If that, this year? Anyway, what's questions, man? Shoot us questions. Man, I got one from uh, Brant Auntie, whatever that shit is. I don't know, my dude. Brand O-N-T. Define Cadillac in your football term for me, coach. Define Cadillac. Shit. Cadillac is a smooth, big body who can run. That's what a Cadillac is, man. That's Raheem Boyd, Eric Dickerson, Eddie George. Those are Cadillacs. Earl... Earl, uh, fuck, what's Earl's name, man? Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hit a wall. Earl Campbell, man. Uh, Walter Payton. Um, those type of guys. O.J. Simpson was a Cadillac. Um, is he in here? Yeah, yeah. So, those guys, what's he eating? Shit, I don't know. He's probably eating. He's licking on his foot and shit. Those are Cadillacs, um, if you must know. Cabbies. Next. We got a Wesley Stamper, 1987. Shout out to Wesley, man. Uh, it says right here, I see a lot of people asking you if you'll ever coach college again. I'll one-up them. Would you ever coach in the NFL? I've said since the beginning, you deserve to be a head coach in the NFL. It suits, suits you. You know, a lot of people came at me, uh, even professional players that I coached, um, and asked me about coaching the NFL. You know, they think I'm probably over the college scene because of those enabled kids. And uh, maybe I need to coach paid players. You know, I wouldn't mind trying it. But I, I really have never wanted to coach in the NFL because the players make more than the coach. And they basically dictate to you when they show up, etc., etc., etc. Unless you're on a Bill Belichick team or... Or one of these well-respected Andy Reid got type of teams or something like that. But a lot of these other guys, man, it's quite a shit show at that level. I know. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I ever wanted to coach the NFL, man. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to coach in the XFL. And it fell through. And we'll discuss that as we go. But, uh, you know, there's an op- if there's an opportunity to coach professionally, uh, I might think about it. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, as of right now... Uh, appreciate the sentiment, but no, I'm 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 chilling right now. <laughs> That's funny. I I got one on a wheel cat named Will Kenny Seven. He he, he asked about current thoughts on Jeff Sims. I, I just kind of went over that shit, didn't I? Ain't, ain't Jeff Sims your boy? Uh, <laughs> what, what's my current thought about him? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's from Will. Um, Will Kenny Seven. My my current thoughts is he he left junior college. He got a job at a D two. Um, I think they were pretty shitty this year. I mean, you know, it was a horrible situation that he took. But I'm sure, you know, Jeff Sims can coach now. He knows how to do it now. Um, I'm going to keep it real, and I'm going to tell people real shit. I'm never going to lie about somebody. We don't get along. That doesn't mean he can't coach and and, and build a program. He knows how to do it. Um, 
and he'll do fine there. I'm sure he'll get it going. Uh, he's in a tough situation, but I, I don't know much about what's going on with him. I don't give a fuck. Uh, what was? Didn't you uh, go to Garden City for a hot minute? Mm-hmm. I was there for about eight, ten months. Oh no shit. Did, yeah. Shit. My question: Did did you actually learn? I got a couple of questions. Did you uh, actually I didn't learn? Ask, I, I didn't want to hear your question. Did you me. learn anything from that cat, man? Did you learn anything from that cat? I got. Um, you know, the thing is, man, I think Sims thought he was the inventor of football. Um, I think he thinks that. So I think, I don't think he knew that I had been a head coach before at this level. And I, I don't think he gave me any credit as far as what I knew. So obviously when I beat his ass at Independence, he found out. But at the same time, I did learn some intricate little pieces of program building that I probably put into my... Uh, repertoire um, subconsciously um, I didn't write shit down but maybe I did take some things that he did and I did use them um, subconsciously because we did work 20 hour days with the motherfucker so um, you know you have to by osmosis basically you pick up shit so if anyone says they don't they're a liar and remember this fellas assistant coaches out there or coaches or want to be coaches guys that want to be head coaches um not every job's a great job, number one. But remember, you learn more from a bad situation and a bad staff than you do on a good one. And you learn what not to do. So there's some little tidbits in there um, uh, on things. And if you read my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, you'll always, you, you know, I put a lot of things in there. But, you know, he won a national title. I mean, even though, albeit they're my players, uh, he won He won it. And, um you got to give him that credit, and uh, he went to a second one, you know, um, and got beat, but he went to a second one, and, uh, you know, so he, he, he had Garden City going. Um, it was fun times to c- compete against them because, you know, we were the two best teams in that league, and, uh, you know, we won the league when my second year there, and they won it the year I wasn't there. Um, so put that shit together, you guys out there. Figure out the shit. I got one more personal one for from myself. If, I know we know you're an offensive coach. You know we know you're a quarterback coach. Nah, I'm all coach. So if you had a defense, I do what, it all. How would you run your defense, coach? Would you? What? what was there a certain scheme that you'll come with? A yep. Certain formation that you uh, have your base base D in. Uh, yep. How would you approach that uh, as far as it? I'd be as defense? simple as you fucking could be. Kiss model, just so you guys know. Keep it simple, stupid. K I S S. You get the best fucking players in America to go real fast and see the ball and hit the motherfucking ball. Hmm. You don't need to have your DN zone dropping and make 17 coverage calls and fucking (laughs) blitz 20 guys. It's not that fucking serious. Mm -hmm. Coaching is over fucking rated to all you coaches out there. Players win games. Coaches fucking lose them. Don't overcoach yourself out of the game. Coach it. Be smart. Get your guys disciplined. Make sure they'll run through a wall for you because they believe in you. And be simple out there. And make sure your guys can line up correctly and play fast. That's what I would do on defense. Man, that's 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 the reverse of uh, the Raiders coach. Who was the Raiders coach? When? Just wanted to all the fast cats, man. When? Jet and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Rocket. 
<laughs> just get the fastest dudes, man. Oh shit, I don't know who was there. John Matt, no. <laughs> What's the old cat? His son got the team and shit now. Al Davis. Al Davis. That's the owner. That ain't the coach. But. David, no, well, that was his philosophy, yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. Get the fastest dudes, man. Get them yeah. out there. Speed kills. Shit, that's still true. What the yes, music? Sir. So it's gonna be in there. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening in, man. Follow us. Uh, we'll post the link on Believe. Uh, it'll be up and running here shortly. And uh, we'll go from there, man. Been another uh, another good one. And uh, we'll get to some more in-depth con, uh, conversation as we get this thing going, off the, get it off the ground. And a shout-out to Believe and, uh, and the podcast. And, uh, you know, hey, man. You know, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Make sure you guys know that. And it's a great day to have a fucking great day when you see that sunrise tomorrow morning. And uh, go attack the day and win one day at a time, fellas. Hey, it's holiday season. Be smart out there. Don't drink and drive. Do anything I wouldn't do. Um, it's the, for my man, my main man, Spree Inc. INC. Follow him on social media. The real coach JB here and Stogie saying, What's up? Don't be a slap dick. Go purchase the gear. CoachJBStore.com. For myself, Spree Inc., out. Peace.